0: This is Jackson Sheriff Sports Radio. I'm back here on another episode. I'm going to be doing about two to three episodes a week, like you guys know. This will be another review episode because we're preparing for other live guests to come on the show. Again, if you uh, additionally want to come on the Trash Talk show, me and a couple people on the waiting room, I'll, I'll flow people in and out of the waiting room, and we'll talk about hot topics like Premier League soccer, which is starting to come down to the wire as the as the months come along and they go. March Madness is creeping around the corner. It's not here yet, but it's coming up. Super Bowl is coming up. You got all of hockey start coming back. I'm going to be talking about those on my Trash Talk episodes coming up soon, so hit me up at Sports Radio at gmail.com if you really want to get on the Trash Talk show, and I'll get you on there. All right, so we will start off with... Uh, today's episode is going to be basically about Premier League soccer. We're going to be talking about the nfl and the super bowl predictions i'll give you guys my analysis on that and then we'll do some ncaa ranking uh decisions who i think should be in the top 25 and who, who i think shouldn't be who's real and who's fake and i'll give you like the the main ones and then some nba talk all right so we'll start it off with premier league soccer and right out of the gate i'm just going to come out and say this uh Really, it's it's a competitive league, and I, I've talked about this with several people off the air, and I'm sure you guys, if you know me outside of this podcast, which uh, many of you do, um, it's just it's cool to see these middle teams in the middle of the pack in the Premier League. Can it's it's cool to see that these teams can win these games, like Southampton, Leicester City went from like fifth, chilling at fifth or sixth all year, and now they're third in the Premier League. Man City was you know sort of at the bottom of the pack. Towards the beginning of the year, Man U was 10th, and now they're first. So it's amazing how the standings can shift. Tottenham's still in the top five, so, I mean, I'm excited about that, really excited. But just a lot of middle-of-the-pack teams like Southampton Arsenal and uh, Chelsea and uh, West Ham United and Everton even. Don't even count them out because they're they're those are teams that will definitely get surprisingly insane wins against really good teams like Liverpool, Leicester City, Tottenham. Man City and Man U. So, those top five teams, I would not be surprised if any of them lost. Also, a big game to watch Tottenham versus Liverpool. Guys, this is going to be an insane battle. This is going to be on the 28th of January at 3 p.m. NBC Sports, of course. Always catch it on there. It's going to be a night game. Uh, not for U.S. player, not for U.S. people watching the U.S., people in London and uh, part of uh, Great Britain, the U.K., it'll be nighttime there but it's going to be a really, really good game. I think it'll be a pretty evenly matched game considering Liverpool's lost to some crazy teams like Southampton. Uh, and, I mean, they lost to Man U. So I, we all expected, and they lost to Burnley. So they didn't lose. They lost to Man U, right? But they tied, they drew with Man U before. Um, and, I mean, they lost to Southampton. Like, these these middle-of-the-pack teams, like I was saying, really, they 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 can beat these clutch teams like Liverpool. So... Would not be surprised if Liverpool lost this game against Tottenham. All right, so we will move it on to the NFL. And my prediction about the Super Bowl, guys, it is going to be a hell of a fight. It's going to be a dogfight to the end. We know it. We know who's going to, you know. I think I think the the players that will dominate probably uh, are going to be the Chiefs. Just because I don't see the Bucks, anyone else in Tom Brady and Gr- Ron Gronkowski having Super Bowl experience. The rest of the team is like their first time in the playoffs. Like Mike Evans has not been in the playoffs ever in his career, I don't believe. And Chris Godwin and Rojo and Fort Fournette's had some experience, you know, as a Jaguar. But other than that, there's really no experience there. So I feel like uh, Patrick Mahomes with that Super Bowl experience and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, of course, winning it all last year. Tyree Matthew Honey Badger. I feel the Chiefs can pull this out if they can stop Tom Brady in the air attack and. Just keep the ball off the ground, stop running the ball with the Chiefs. Uh Claire probably can get a couple carries here and there with Le'Veon Bell. And uh, you know, it's just gonna be a dogfight to the end. And I've got the Chiefs. They're gonna come on top. It's gonna be 21 to 14 Chiefs. Pretty low scoring game for a Super Bowl, but not as low scoring as Tom Brady has been uh in Super Bowl games, 13 to 3 against the Rams a couple of years ago. So I, I got the Chiefs on top 21 to 14, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, And that'll actually lead us right into our next section about the NFL. A.B., Antonio Brown, right? And Le'Veon Bell in their first ever Super Bowl appearance, I believe. Uh, And and they're not with Big Ben. Big Ben is not in the Super Bowl. And Le'Veon and Antonio Brown both left the Steelers. And they're both in the Super Bowl, guys. This is insane. And I'm not going to lie. I really, I kind of clown Big Ben about this. I'm really not a big Steelers fan. Of course, I'm a Ravens fan. I don't really feel bad for Ben Roethlisberger at all, and the Steelers fans. They kind of deserve it that they lost. They they lost to the Browns. They were all you know confident going into the playoffs, and they lost. So I, I good for Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. I really respect them going to the Super Bowl, even though they're not starter. I mean, they're starters, but they're not you know used at high volume, and they're not used to the max capacity is other receivers like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and for the chiefs Clyde was So that'll be interesting to see just those two in the super bowl for their first time and their first appearance, I believe uh, in the super bowl. So that will be very, very interesting. And uh, we will move this on to the NCAA basketball segment of this show. And I just want to, you know, mention this again. This is Jackson Chair sports radio. You're listening to on Spotify. I'm available on, all parts of Spotify, you type in Jackson on there. I'll send you guys links if you send me a email at com. All right, back to the show and we will look at the AP top 25. Now guys, there's a lot of upsets this year, especially just between um rankings and bracketology and who who will be in, who will be out, first first 10 uh first teams in, last teams in, last teams out. Uh, and right now, I mean, as it's looking Maryland, which I'm a big fan of Maryland is the last four in and, uh, North Carolina, of course, losing Colby, uh, excuse me, not Beasley Cole Anthony last year is the last four buys. So first four out, I'll read you guys what the projected bracketology is right now. The last four buys of San Diego state, Arkansas, North Carolina, and Rutgers. And the last four in would be Seton hall, Maryland, Stanford, and Michigan state. First four out would be Utah State, Richmond, Loyola, Chicago, Pittsburgh. And the next four out would be Seager Cues, Providence, SMU, and Penn State. So, guys, as of right now, if we're looking at the standings, um, it looks as if Maryland and uh, those last couple teams would have to fight it out. And, you know, there's a six, it starts off with six, 68, obviously. We know they start off with 68, and there's four teams that compete for two spots in that in that spot uh and it looks like north carolina um a and t will be playing prairie prairie view um and maryland will, will go in as an 11 seed so as of right now playing seton hall whenever that will play colorado that's these are all projected stats but really what i'm trying to get at here is the big 10 which is one of the best basketball conferences in college basketball division one right now uh, is accepting 11 teams. There, there are 11 out of the 64 teams that are going to be from the Big Ten. That's a huge number. That's the biggest number out of all the teams. Big 12 is, is accepting seven. SEC, six. ACC, six. Pac-12, five. Big East, five. Mountain West, two. West Coast, two. And the Atlantic, ten division with two. So as you can tell, there are a lot of divisions that are accepting plenty of teams. But then as we get towards the bottom couple teams there's not a lot of room to maneuver and no chance to lose if you lose you're basically out if you're in those lower teams which kind of sucks because but it, it kind of sucks but at the same time you look at Gonzaga who's in a really really small division and they're they're number one in the whole top 25 AP 25 so um I'll go over some teams that I believe will be in the top 25 and should be in the top 25 you know, Looking at the top ten, obviously everyone in the top ten. I'm surprised with Alabama and their performance this year. They look really good, so I'm not going to give any defaults or any faults to Alabama. They definitely deserve to be in the top ten. West Virginia looks okay this year. Missouri looks really good this year. Um, I'm I'm definitely going to go a little uh, with a little bit of disrespect towards Kansas here and FSU. I don't think Kansas should be there. They'll, they'll be in the def- they'll definitely be in the top twenty five. I just don't see them being uh, inside of the top 15. They shouldn't be 15th overall. Kansas should be probably like 20th, 17th, around there. Uh, FSU should definitely be bo- bottom 25 uh, half. I don't think they should be. I know they're 9-2, and two, but uh, I, I just don't see them this year being a clutch team. Creighton definitely has to be a little higher uh, than they are now. Um, Tennessee should stay right where they are. Illinois has to be way down, uh, maybe three or four slots down, because they lost to Maryland. They're losing to these clutch teams, or not clutch teams, excuse me, these scrappy teams. They should be able to win these types of games, and they're not winning them. So I, in my view, I don't see them being a contender for this year's NCAA March Madness tournament. That's not any Maryland bias coming in. Virginia Tech should stay right where they are. Minnesota should stay right where they are. St. Louis could drop back a couple slots. I feel like Oklahoma should not even be in the top 25. Louisville should be a couple slots up. UCLA should be right where they are. I feel as if Boise State, I mean, guys, if you're not going to put Boise State, guys, Boise State Broncos 13-1, and first in the Mountain West in the top 25, and you're going to put Oklahoma Sooners in the top 25, that is just disrespectful. And that's what I mean right there with the conference coming into play. And I mean, it shows right there. You can see that. Based off of conference uh, reputation, there are certain teams that are in the top 25 and certain teams that are out of the top 25. And it seems that Boise State has received the most votes to be in the top 25, but uh, they're not there. So they got no votes. And, I mean, Ohio State definitely should be right where they are. They they need to stick right where they are. Um, But like I was saying, Oklahoma should not be in the top 25. All right, so that's going to conclude the college football episode. uh, Not episode, but segment. And we'll move it on to the NBA. And who is looking at the top for these last couple minutes of this podcast? We'll look at the standings and just who's outstanding this year, who's doing so good so far as we creep up upon uh, getting close to, not not yet, but just give it a couple months and we'll be close to halfway through the season. So just checking out the league standings um, as of right now by conference, and number one in the East, we've got Philadelphia, number two, Celtics, number three, Milwaukee Bucks, number four, Indiana Pacers, number five, Brooklyn Nets, number six, Atlanta Hawks, number seven, Cavaliers, number eight, New York Knicks. So guys, as we come down this final couple months of the NBA before the clinching playoff spots, I really believe that the Knicks could make a playoff run. I see the Hawks making a playoff run too. Trey Young, if he can get hot, they can definitely win some games. The Nets, obviously, we know they're going to be in the playoffs. The Pacers, they look great as well. Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon's really doing well, really doing good things there. He's he's playing really well. Karis Levert after he gets that really terrible, terrible news. If you guys have not heard, he added mass in his kidney. Um, and that he that is keeping him out of playing basketball and activities with the Pacers right now. So hopefully Prayers up for him. Hopefully, he is doing well and can come back and return to basketball as soon as possible. Celtics, obviously, this is an easy one. They should be inside the top three. Uh, Bucks, you know, Giannis, if he can get that clutch gene going, and you know, actually coming up, come up in clutch situations, I believe that the Bucks should be in top five. Sixers, you know, Sixers are Sixers, guys. If Seth Curry can come off the bench, or even start, and put up the numbers that he's put up before, uh, he got COVID-19, I believe that he and the 76ers will be a contender for this year's NBA Finals. So the Knicks and the Cavs also will be contenders for the playoffs, I believe, as well, as long as the Heat are, you know, which it looks like the Heat are really behind. And the Hornets look okay. Still a long season to go. The Raptors could take the Knicks spot or the Cavs spot. You never know. It's a long season to go. But that is the standings for the East right now. And then for the West Coast, the LA Lakers, of course, are number one. LA Clippers following at them at number two, Utah jazz guys. I'm a little surprised they've won eight in a row. Now guys, I don't understand how this is possible. Donovan Mitchell, uh, really just came alive. You know, he, he wasn't really doing well at the beginning of the season, but you know, just getting the little kinks out at the beginning of the season, seeing how he plays, how he's going to adapt to these playing conditions. And I mean, he's adapted pretty well guys, cause they've won eight eight straight eight in a row, and they are third in the West. Then you've got the Nuggets coming in at 10 and seven. You've got the Portland Trailblazers at number five. Uh, You've got the Grizzlies at number six, who've won five in a row. John Morant, you know, I'm wondering, starting to wonder if John Morant's making a big impact. You know, he's not even that old yet. He's really young. He has a lot of potential. And the second he comes back after his sprained ankle, which kept him out for a long time, he just did really great things for this Grizzlies offense. And defense, so great to have him back. Then you got the Suns. Guys, this is where the West gets really interesting because the Oklahoma City Thunder are not even supposed to be close to the playoffs right now, and I understand that, and I'm sure a lot of you guys understand that as well. OKC has uh, many, many first-round picks from now until 2026, and they're going to spend them very wisely. Um, But here's an example of what the Thunder could be looking like in a couple years. It's what the Phoenix Suns are now and i feel like the suns have so much playoff experience experience of all-stars they've got uh clutch players on their team all around deandre ayton you've got devin booker you've got chris paul you've got jalen smith uh i mean it the rookie out of maryland big big terps fan so love jalen really respect him uh and just how he plays really really good team for the suns and they they you know of course have lost Two in a row, but you know they're they're gonna bounce back. And I I'm not a Suns fan, but I really admire their play style and their game. They've played really well so far this season, and they've just really proved the world wrong so far. Especially with you know Mikel Bridges coming up clutch in that couple couple games. He's he's played really well this season so far, and I'd like to see him do great things for this Suns offense and defense coming down the stretch. So yeah, that is uh. The Suns, they're they're looking good, like I said, um, and I'm really excited to see how what they can do. Um, and then you've got the Golden State Warriors that are eighth, and Curry, I mean, I, I don't have to say this again. Curry is top five, uh, you know, three-point shooters probably of all time, uh, in my opinion. I, you guys can disagree if you'd like. Um, I would put him, you know, it's interesting. I would put him top 50 of all time. Uh, in terms of playing style, um, not all time in all overall scores, of course, because, I mean, he he's okay on defense, but can get a little sloppy at times. He's definitely top, top five, top ten three-point shooters of all time. And, you know, if you guys disagree, you can come on the Trash Talk show and argue with me about it, and we can talk about it for sure. Uh, then the Spurs are coming in at number nine, and the Mavericks come in at number 10. Oklahoma City, Thunder come in at 11, and the Rockets come in at 12. Then, following the last three are Kings, Pelicans, and the Timberwolves. So, lots of stuff going on right now. And um, just going to end this off pretty soon. Just going to recognize a couple people um, and just viewers and listeners right after I continue talking about the NBA. So, really interesting playoff play- picture right now. And, you know, obviously, this is updated standings now. And there is a reason, keyword now. We'll, we'll check in. You guys can compare this episode to a couple months from now when the NBA standings are completely different. So they, just stay tuned and definitely stay tuned. I mean, if, if you guys want to turn notifications on, that would really mean a lot. And I hope you guys enjoy this series. So we'll end off this episode with just a couple thoughts of appreciation and just gratitude and just amazing things that players have done throughout their life. And just listeners overall. So I really appreciate you guys as listeners. And I just wanted to take a moment to really appreciate you. And if you guys w- wouldn't mind sharing this with your friends, your family, family friends, anyone you know that's interested in sports or interested in coming on the talk show, any players that you you think I should interview, any players that you think I should get on my show, you can hit me up at Jackson Share Sports Radio. and I will listen to your feedback. So, really interesting things there and um before we go would really like to uh appreciate Kobe Bryant and I know uh if you guys are listening to this uh this is Tuesday January 26th and this is marking Kobe's death a couple years ago or not a couple years, excuse me one year ago at this time Kobe Bryant sadly passed away on a helicopter and uh really really sad moment in time for the whole world and a lot of people were struck by this and I just really wanted to take a moment of appreciation and time out of my day to just appreciate Kobe Bryant and his work ethic, his play, his personality. He was a really funny player and a funny person overall on and off the court. LeBron and him were really good friends. Everyone in the league was really, really good friends. And I'm sure if you guys have not seen this, they did a whole thing for Kobe Bryant. Uh, this was last year when they were allowing fans in the stadiums before coronavirus, um, LeBron James made a speech, and he started crying as he walked away. I mean, this is a really emotional day, especially for Kobe Bryant, Laker fans, anyone out there that is a basketball fan, it is an emotional day. And I just wanted to take in a couple moments to appreciate Kobe Bryant. Anyways, uh, I am going to go. See you guys in the next episode. And uh, hit me up at Gmail.com to let me know if, what you want me to do next episode. I'm going to go. Peace out.